Well, you know that it's going to be alright I think it's gonna be alright Everything will always be alright When we go shopping Well, you know that it's going to be alright When we go shopping It's always On my talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. My mother Harmony is here as well. We have a lot of material to cover Ooh, today. I know we'll never get to all of it. Well, we should we try. should we start with um last night? Heartbreaking loss. Oh, don't talk to me about it. Today's a new day. It is a new day, and it's we're the Bamba season, and it's a new day. Yeah, and it's that's it's all we can be. say. Yes. Yeah. Um you could go to Target Field this afternoon to watch. I, and soak up the. I, are you going? No, I prefer oh. to. I'm going on Monday. Yes, but I'm I aware. prefer to watch in my home. in the comfort of your home. I do. Yes, uh-huh. I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, I won't charge myself for the food. Oh, that's a good so, point. Yeah. But how is your cheese nacho sauce? Uh, I don't. Have I don't. That. Yeah, I don't think you do. So no. Mm. And can you throw peanuts on the floor? If my Shows. husband decides he'll clean it up for me, <laughs> yeah. then I can. Okay, but. well, uh, baseball, more baseball a little later. But first, let's hit on curated style. I attended Mall of America's annual Project Runway Fest yeah. last night, the big that fashion that was show. Wrong. I felt that was wrong that you went. Oh, you mean during the game? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I, mean, I know you well, wore your hat. I but did. Geez, I wore... I was proud of you for that. I wore leather. And I wore a twins hat. Yep. And the funny thing is, I was like, I wonder if I'm the only one who'll do this. Indeed, I was the only person. Seriously? And I felt as though most people looked at me like, is your hair dirty? Or like, you what's mean going they didn't on? even know? I don't think know? they even knew. Very different you, crowd. You, Very different crowd. You mean you can't like fashion and baseball? I mean, you can't. There I'm were some people who were can. like, oh, that's so cute. Oh, my God. But no, it was really funny. I oh, didn't my feel like I didn't. The reaction. Mm-hmm, wow. Yeah, no, but okay. I was proud. I felt good about I'm glad it. To I felt hear that. very pleased with my fashion choice. Yes. Um, so many sequins. So much sparkly gold in the audience, oh, in the audience. and on the runway. Oh, okay. really interesting. I just, everybody was in gold Were sparkles. people, for the most part, really dressed up? Because um, I don't understand that. Why? Because I, I, a I, big, it, you know, this show. You have to be invited? Well, you have to be invited to, to sit. There's the, basically, oh. uh, Mall of America turns the rotunda into its, you know, this fashion set. They have a runway that comes out yeah. and then they rope it off and they've got VIP seating. The whole I've rotunda. never been invited. I, I guess mm, I don't come. It's a tough list to make. I don't I know. Guess, I guess. Yeah. Honestly, I, w- I found myself looking around and wondering how people do get, I think it was a lot of bloggers and influencers. I think there are probably some, you know, um, frequent shoppers from Nordstrom. Hello, and I'm other on the radio stores. every Saturday. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know guess, what to tell you. Take it up with either. management. Yeah, I um, guess so. You know, media types. But I mean, I, I felt like I did not recognize Recognize as many people. Maybe I'm just getting old, but I mean, well, it was definitely a fresh crowd. And yes, I would say the people who so they have a pre-party, 
Yeah. And then they have a post party, which has become a big deal. And yeah, I would say the people who were there as invited guests definitely did dress up. Then anybody can watch. I mean, that's the beauty of it. Right, right, right. I mean, up on the level, all the levels of the rotunda people were watching. And they bring in, this is really driven by the mall's relationship with Christopher Straub, um, who is a Project Runway alum from season six and lives in the Twin Cities and has relationships with, you know, Project Runway alums from many seasons. And um, several of them every year sign up and come back and do the show. I think the mall should take the show on the road. They I mean, create it's a, a special collection for this they show? They do. I mean, there have been times where, you know, it's something that they've maybe shown once in New York. But I think for, for the most part, frankly, a lot of them aren't... You know, their clothes aren't being sold at Nordstrom right Right. now. You know, I mean, I think some of them are doing different things. Some of them have a retail store. Some of them are doing, you know, custom or doing some kind of designing. Most of them, I would say, are not having, you know, Christian Siriano level success. Um, So I think it's really fun. It keeps them in the game. I think when you are, because I've often said to Christopher Straub, who puts a collection, a, a new fresh collection together for this show every year. Yes, I know that. And I always say, Christopher, it just seems like so much work. You know, like right. I can't, but I think that is what drives him and fuels him, and that's his creative right. that's outlet. That's his creativity coming. And out. it's the same thing. Joy Noel, Joy Tykin was there last night, and it's the same thing that she has said that you know her work, her livelihood is you know primarily doing bridal, but once a year she likes to flex her creativity and do a collection that's just about what she wants, and she's not worrying about will a store buy this? Yeah. Does any you know is it is it marketable? Um, so I think. It's a little bit of that. Some of them, there was a designer from Puerto Rico who I think is probably the most accomplished of all of them. Really good. There were a lot of like 80s inspired, even some 70s, a lot of mm-hmm. retro looks. Yep. One was very streetwear. Um, Corto Momusa. Momu- Easy for you to yes. say. Yeah. She's been in it before. She kicked off the show and kind of... Um, very wearable, little bit of like tribal influences, but lots of like canvas and cool jackets and co- I mean, really. Can cool people stuff. shop after the show or not? No. I, none of the things are for sale. No, that seems sad. No, I think but, you've got it. You know, I remember being at a uh, one of the Art and Bloom shows a few years back, where it was Joan. No, it wasn't Joan Voss. It was um, Joan Voss. No, that no. You know who? Bar- no, Barbette. Okay. That used to be. Um, oh, it used to have a store. Yes. Uh-huh. And she did the show. And yeah. afterwards, all of the invited guests could go back and shop the clothes. Yeah. And certainly oh, seemed to make super sense. Super makes sense. Yeah. I think it depends on the year. I think there have been years where they've done that. Yeah. I think it was a couple of years ago. I think we had Christopher Straub on and they did like a Project right. Runway pop up store after. I think it probably just depends on the designers in the show and can they make more than one? Uh, you know, oh, are these just I original suppose. pieces? Right. But um, up in the in the new wing, you know, where JW Marriott is, there is a space on the third floor that Mall of America has turned into kind of a makeshift event space. They've purposely kept it really raw. It doesn't really look like the mall at all. And you go, they've had different things there. They've had different pop-ups. They used it during the Super Bowl. But that's where they had this post party last night. And... It's a super cool space. It has decks. It has windows. Like, it would be cool to rent out. Everybody was like, I feel like I'm at a New York party. I can't believe I'm here. Um, 
Travail did the food, oh. which was super weird, like Travail at the mall. But they had all these other like dessert pop ups. Just when you think there is nothing new that you could do with donuts. They had a new donut company. Oh, shoot. I got to remember the name. Sarah Grapp, if you're listening, send me the name. Um, they slice donuts, glaze donuts in half. Mm-hmm. Okay. Turn them into a sandwich. And then in the middle, put like buttercream or oh. chocolate. Oh. And then you could have chocolate chips. Or they had like graham cracker dust oh, to turn goodness. it into a donut sandwich. No hand, kind huh? of amazing. <laughs> and then they had um, they had this like nitrogen. Um, it was like passion fruit that they would dip into like liquid nitrogen, and it would come out kind of like Is it a bubble. No, but it, it was do? kind of like ice cream sorbet. It was um, it was super weird and cool. And they were doing ice cream sandwiches, and that you could make your own um, lip balm scrub, just like oh all sorts goodness. of fun things. Yeah, yeah it was that, a it was a cool party. Okay, so sounds cool. Um, yeah, so that's what was going on at the mall last night. So um, props to them for putting on a good event. Um, lots of news locally on the retail front. This you went to see the Dayton Project again, didn't you? I did, yes. First time they've let media in since they cut the hole from oh, right. the Skyway to reveal the first floor. The thing that upsets me in reading the article mm-hmm. is that I keep thinking like, okay, when? And is this going to really happen? It, it just well. doesn't seem to be moving as quickly as um, I would I don't know whose article you were reading. I had dates was, in mind. I love when you send me links to other people's articles about subjects that I've written about. Thanks I very much, did, Mom. I didn't send you one about <laughs> that. I did read um, your article. So, spring. But, they spring keep, but it keeps changing. No, this has been set for a while, and I think that this is going to stick at this point. I think they ha- kind of have to. They're doing the, too much for the tenants and not enough for the people. That's what I feel. I don't know what you mean. There aren't any tenants. Well, the, the what they're trying to get, because with the gyms and the special, you know, well, yeah, things but that they're going to have, if you have offices there, that's not going to bring other people in. Just the food court is going to bring people well, in? no. The first, okay, so the Skyway level, first floor, and lower level, it's about 250,000 square feet. That's a big area. It if is. you can picture what the Dayton store looked like, that's more than a million square feet. So the first, so three levels are public. Right. That means the food hall, which is 45,000 square feet. Yes. It's big. That means and, restaurants okay. and retail. And retail. Yeah. Is there any retail? Not yet. That's what I'm saying. So, this is what I keep saying. <laughs> right. It all sounds wonderful. Yeah. I have yet to hear of anything that I'm going to say, oh, I can't wait because such and such is going to be there. I think that they, you know, I had a really interesting conversation this week. Um, I'll just tell you this and then we will take a quick break. But um, Trisha Pitchford, who there are two different groups doing the leasing and Trisha who's um, mid-America real estate they're local and they're doing the retail leasing and she said to me she's like the the importance of this project is not lost on any of us I think that they feel a tremendous amount of pressure I would think to get so. it right this is highly scrutinized she said she's never worked on anything you know of this magnitude people are hanging on every decision people are literally waiting and relying on this project to resuscitate Nicollet Mall 
And yeah. it's sort of like make or break. Like it can bring it back or, you know, it's it's doomed. So I think they're really working to get it right. I think they know that they need things that are unique and are first to market. Um, she was she candidly said we would have loved to have had Canada Goose which just oh. opened at Mall of America. That would have been a perfect oh, kind sure. of, you know, interesting, not luxury, but higher end retailer yeah. to go in. But they chose Mall of America and therein lies the problem. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, if you're just hanging on other little tidbits about Dayton's project, here are a few more. Let me explain, Mom. I know okay. you're like, why are they doing all of this I realize, stuff that's not going to be open to the public? No, and I realize they have well, to do special things to get tenants. Right. I get that. Okay, but here's what you have to understand. First of all, this week, the media, we were all just pawns in their plan. Okay. The reason why they did this media tour, this hard hat tour and believe me it was serious hard hat yeah, zone like it, it was hard there. to find your way around and to orient and there's construction happening everywhere um in the middle of the tour the 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 pr people said there was like a wall that went up that they had to navigate that hadn't been there two hours earlier so oh. um the reason why they are they did that is because what they're primarily concerned about is getting the big office tenants yeah they want publicity on that it's not about you getting to you they want you know they are designing space huge spaces for big companies like ninety thousand square feet and up and they're looking for people who are not currently in the twin cities they're looking for other no i mean that was kind of my that to me frankly and I, the story is at tcbmag.com. That to me, I think, was the most interesting takeaway that I had this week. That they are finding right now that of the that of the businesses that are looking at the space, and I think it need they needed to have more done for them to get a sense of it. I think they were having trouble yeah. selling it just on the idea. But now that you can see what that seventh floor lounge is going to look like with the ceilings and the decks and the you know windows out onto the city and the um, state of the art gym that's going to have a boxing ring in the middle. Yeah. You know, it's like they're trying to come up with things that are different. But anyway, they Don't are finding to work that there me? is there? more interest right now from companies that are not currently in the Twin Cities. I had been thinking, well, oh, that's companies, companies are going to move or oh. upgrade into that building. I've been trying to convince my own company to do that. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. I think a lot of locals are like, I would love, I'd lo- <laughs> yeah, right. I'd love to work there. Yeah. But they're finding that increasingly, you know, companies that are looking to expand are looking for cities. They're looking for quality of life they're looking for places that their employees want to live they're looking for a talent pool and they're looking for spaces that are going to attract people because the youngsters are not going to just take the job they want a whole lifestyle to go with it they want to work in a cool place they want great surroundings they want amenities they want you know a food court downstairs a food hall pardon me you know so it's it's the whole package so yes that's who they're trying to sell to and that's why they're showing it off not because of you know what will be the retail space meanwhile yes i think they are having conversations and and working on it but i think they're just being really cautious because they want to get it right well i hope they do and i hope that it happens there was one the first food hall tenant was announced this week and that was the um avocado place it's like a new startup that that does yeah yeah 
an um, avocado place? Yes. They're going to do two. It's like a, a brand new startup and they're going to do two. Are they local? Yes. Oh. Um, and they're doing two of them, one in Dinkytown and one at um So at they'll the do Project. avocado toast? I mean, I think and it's like all things avocado. With avocado. All things avocado, okay. yeah. Um, and the food hall, a little more insight on that is that it's, I mean, as expected, going to be a mix of prepared foods, you know, salads and burritos and all Grab that and stuff. Go. And then, you know, things to take, I mean, whatever, jars of honey or, you know, fruit or things yeah. that you would take home and like small, um, you know, maker type items gift things local and they say they want it to be a mix of local and national i'm like how is any local gonna afford space in this project but the they say that they're working with them so i don't know more to come yes okay meanwhile Meanwhile, rosedale yeah you heard the rosedale news yeah okay they're gonna really expand aren't they yes um they have you know i mean they've been sort of heading this direction and hinting this way but this week they revealed a hundred million dollar expansion plan which includes we knew about the aquarium but now they are planning on housing yeah it's a whole lifestyle center a grocery store a co-working space a medical office building basically a whole little world like to make to make rosedale into a like a city unto itself yeah well in a way you know you've talked about that with southdale when i say that i hate to think of the roof coming off ever and i still hope it doesn't but on the other hand we now have restoration hardware in the parking lot and we have apartments and we have lifetime opening soon the library is going to go in there so you know maybe this is the um shopping center of the future yeah i mean it's interesting to see how each of our regional malls is reacting to you know the changing landscape and finding their path to relevance i feel like in some ways rosedale is doing kind of a flashier more exciting job that is still more about retail Mm -hmm. whereas i think with southdale southdale the mall itself is going to end up being mostly services you know like the the government you know yeah the government center center and and the library the library and stuff like that and then the perimeter becomes you know more high-end or or appealing rosedale seems to be very so you think rosedale is going to keep their center as such with all of the stores i think and these so other i think they'll just be built around I, right i feel like rosedale is frankly doing a better job of creating stuff that's going to support the retail I feel oh, like okay. Southdale. I'm not saying, I mean, Southdale will have things that will be a draw, but I, I don't think it's with retail in mind. Well, but so maybe as more of these other things come, maybe, maybe. they will get more retail. Possibly. Possibly. I so. Hey, um, I bumped into somebody yesterday who told me that she had lunch yesterday at Restoration Hardware. Oh. Apparently, they just started taking reservations oh. on Open Table. Okay. It was we like the first day. We almost went, and I said to my husband, not yesterday, I said, let's give them a little time. Oh. I think maybe they need well, to get their act together first. I The report was, first of all, it was packed. I'm sure. Everybody was there. Yep. And really good. Really good. Food was good. Not inexpensive. Had, no, it's not inexpensive. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, I, think I don't know that it's that any they're different. taking reservations and they're staying open till nine o'clock at, at night. night. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't think it's any different. Is that it though? I mean, that's kind of a, so basically it's like, well, you got to go through the store, you know, I don't know how they 
If the store, I'm just I thinking about those decks when it's nice out and you want to like have cocktails well, on that. You'll rooftop. have to talk to Mr. Hardware. I don't, Mr. Know. Hardware. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, I. That's the story. Uh, Maybe they'll change next summer. Maybe they'll they will figure out a way. I, you know, to to your point of it not being cheap. No, it's definitely not a food court lunch. No. But I don't know that it's that different than going to Cove. Oh, no. oh my goodness. It's probably less than going to Cove. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I think that that's what they want it to be. I mean, they want it to be a destination, and I think that's fine. Yeah. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's the right look and the right menu for the the right. store itself. I um I'll I'll tweet it out right now, but I went to to tour the store last weekend after the glittery party that you went to yes. and talked about. Yes, I did. Um I went and toured it with my 15-year-old without give I I tried to explain to him in advance. He paid he zero was attention I'm to sure me. He was yeah, he was thrilled. Yeah. The choice was come with me or stay home and clean your room. Oh, so he came with easy, me. Easy choice. <laughs> he came with me and um we walked in and it was like he had been paying no attention to me the whole ride over and he's Snapchatting and he's got his hood up and whatever. I'm like, could you play a cliche disaffected teen any more beautifully? <laughs> so we walk in the store and all of a sudden he looks up. And he's like, what is this furniture castle? <laughs> I was yeah. very funny. I wrote yeah. um, my review of it. I'll tweet that out right now if you want to check it out. We will be back with more shop girls right after this. Lizzo's going to be in town this week. Very exciting. Wednesday and Friday at the Armory. You can buy tickets like secondhand, like, you know, on Wednesday and Friday. Yes. They added the Friday show. Oh, oh, maybe. Maybe she needs to recover. I don't know. Where is it going to be? I'm sorry. At at the the Armory. At the Armory. At the Armory, which is great. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Mom, yes. How do you feel about a gender-neutral Barbie? Well, it's probably long overdue. The time has come, and I think Barbie is a they. You know, (laughs) Mattel has realized that it is time to let kids decide how they want to express themselves. So they have now come up with a gender-neutral doll, and it can be accessorized to be a boy, a girl, neither. So it Both. isn't Barbie. It, it's like it's, a, made, it's bar- by Barbie, made by Barbie. Okay, but it, well, by they, Mattel. they actually release six new dolls. They all have different skin tones, hair, clothes, and it's they're calling the doll line. Actually, yes, they, they actually are calling it Creatable World, and it's their aim, as they say, quote unquote, is to reflect and celebrate the positive impact of inclusivity, hmm. and so it's allowing kids to actually decide what they want to do with the dolls and give them an option. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I love I mean, it. I, I think do that's too. so great think, and so needed. I think it's smart that they have done that. They In the past, they've been criticized sometimes because people think they don't have diversity or they, they don't have an un, they have an unrealistic portrait of women in the Barbie line. And so they're taking steps to address it. And I think that's a good thing. And the when, other, when does this come out? Um, do we know? Um, I think, Thought that it, it like was currently out. Oh, um, I think that it is available. If it isn't, it will be very soon. Okay. Um, and the other thing that they've done, you know, they have these other dolls that are honoring women. You know that they've had um, like Amelia Earhart and and Frida Kahlo. Yeah. And they 
also announced they have two more inspiring women that they have immortalized in Barbie form, and those are Rosa Parks and Sally Ride. Sally Ride, who was the first mm-hmm. woman astronaut. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think they are trying to educate and and have yep. role models for kids too. So I think, you know, you've got to I think they are give them props for they that. Are, exactly. Updating with the times and that is to be um to be lauded. Um or commended. I, commended lot right sure. That too. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. Thank okay. you very much. Yep. Um I know the perfect gift for our friend and radio neighbor Weekly Disher, bless you, Stephanie March. Um, I know what to get her. It is a Darth Vader Dutch oven. I am sure she would be so excited. I really think she might be. I think she would. (laughs) Um, You leave it to La Crusade to come out with something like this. They've done other... Uh, collaborations with Disney, mm-hmm. but you know, Star Wars is coming out. The the um, what's the name of the new one that's coming out? Death Star. What is it called? Death Star and Millennium Falcon. Is that the name of the? No, Wait, that's just what they're no. doing. The what's next the movie? name of the movie that's coming know. out. Well, I'll find it. But anyway, um, so they have added a whole bunch of products. Uh, they have a Han Solo in carbonite roaster. A porg pie bird, which is actually a ceramic bird that you put in the middle of your pies, so the steam comes out while oh they're baking. I actually had no idea what you do with that. I didn't realize. Yeah, I thought it was just decorative. That, no, that's what you do. <laughs> they have a Death Star and Millennial Falcon silicone trivets mm-hmm. and Dutch ovens, and I don't even know what this is, mini cocottes? If she was listening, she could tell us C-O-C-O-T-T-E-S. I have no idea what that is. And they, they come in... BB- Clearly not the weekly dish. No. They come in BB-8, R2-D2, and C-3PO finishes, yeah. and a Darth Vader Dutch well, oven. some of them look gimmicky, but I will say the Darth Vader Dutch oven looks pretty sleek. You didn't even sleek. know what a Dutch oven was no, when I, I was did. at your house last oh, week. You well, did not. To me, it's a pot. I told you to get out the Dutch oven, <laughs> like, and you what said, what's a Dutch oven? It's a big pot what that I boil it? water in. Well... But this would be the real word for it. Yeah. The name is a Dutch oven. Yes. Um, they're available November 1st. So you have to wait till November 1st okay. at the La Crusade stores and online. They haven't given prices out yet, but their current Dutch ovens range from 200 to $300. So they mm-hmm. are not inexpensive, but they are really good pots. That's funny. So, um, yeah. That's so a funny part. I hope she's not listening so she won't know that you're right. going to get this for her. Well, I'm sure she'll be so excited. I guess so. Um, yeah. All right. In other Disney news, we've talked about Disney um, teaming up with Target right. to do um, Disney departments at Target stores. A little yep. shop within a shop. Well, the first ones began to roll out yesterday. Yep. Including opened one up. in the Twin Cities. Right, we only have one in Maple Grove. And so they opened up and, okay, the name of the new movie is Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Right. That is the name. Sure. Comes out in December. Okay. Um, and also the premiere of The Mandalorian. I guess that's another Star Wars thingy on Disney's new streaming service. Um, that starts on November 12th. But the Disney stores are will not have just Star Wars items. They're going to carry like about 450 products. Mm-hmm. And some of them, like up to about 100, previously were only found in Disney's stores. 
So this is a big deal. And, you know, they've got areas in there. That it's not just the, the areas set up within Target aren't just to sell the merchandise. They've got a whole area for families to they can have they can sit down and relax and watch Disney movie clips. They can play games. Well, just like at the Disney stores displays at their right, mall stores. Right. So that was, I mean, when my kids were little, that oh, was one of my favorite there. little um, retreats. Like when we needed to just uh, have a moment yeah. and sit oh, and I needed for them. never needed to just have a moment. They were perfect. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, but we would frequently, <laughs> I would frequently go and let them yeah. know, watch a little. So, something. I mean, this is kind of, it's too bad. It's only at Maple Grove. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully they will roll them out in more. But that makes sense. Areas. I mean, you want it. I mean, it makes more sense to start it in oh, the suburbs yeah. than downtown. Well, 25 all around yeah. the country. And that's so. a very kid-friendly area of town. So, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yes, it does. Okay. Um, how about American Eagle doing... Um, boy, they. I feel like they know their audience well. So, American Eagle is going to introduce a beauty product line. Oh. And it's going to be... CBD infused. Oh. And I feel like all the kids are just going to flock to it for that gonna, alone. Because they're going to think that they're going to get high it's from cool. it? No. <laughs> just well, because I think. Well. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Mom. No. And well, I think they're like, probably doing that already. The kids like, Grandma. <laughs> OMG. Yeah. Um, no, I just think they. it's cool. It's timely. It makes them look um, very yep. of the moment yeah. and aware it's cruelty free. It's chemical free. It's free of all the stuff. It's just, um, it is uh, 100% hemp based and it's called Mood Chill Mind and Body. The truth is, there are many, many products that have come out with CBD that are supposed to really be good for you yeah. and, and helpful in cream form and, and so, all of that. Yeah, so that they're doing be- face oil, body lotion, hand cream, and more. And this is all, uh, it's called Mood, and it's going to be available at American Eagle. Seems like it will connect with their I would guess so. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, uh, Riley Rose, another beauty store um, aimed at the uh, the teen market, is probably going to be closing. It's on its way out. At Mall of America. So there was a big hubbub this week because Forever 21 declared bankruptcy. It's official. We told you that was coming. And Mall of America, which has a very large uh, Forever 21 store that's kind of like a an anchor, really. Isn't that, didn't it go in where Bloomingdale's was? No, Part that's actually next. It's adjacent it's next. Oh, to the okay. Bloomingdale's okay. space. Um, but it's like, you know, 20,000, 30,000 square feet. It's big and it's two levels. They've actually made it a little smaller than it was originally already. But it, but they were on the list. And so everyone was like, oh, my gosh, they're going to close the Forever 21 at the mall. Well, it turns out, no, that store, the Forever 21 store is not on the chopping block. But Riley sure. wrote. Right. But Riley Rose. Not yet. Because anyway. I, I mean, the, the plan differently. 
Right. Okay. And because everybody made the assumption that yeah. it was the Forever 21 store, but it is Riley Rose, okay. which is a Forever 21 brand. They're going to close that store. The It's beauty and, you know, home and gift products. So they're going to close that first. And then I think they are hoping that, uh, you know, by scaling down, they will be able to breathe new life into that brand. I don't know. I don't know. It's not going well. No. And um, I liked that story that that you um, sent me, actually, from the Washington Post talking about, you know, the tipping point in fast fashion. Yeah, because it it seems to be that, you know, the feeling seems to be that this is really kind of um, the point at which young people are just not into this kind of fast fashion the way they used to be there. They are much more interested in recycling. They're concerned about water pollution and greenhouse gas emissions and all of that. Um, and there's also the human toll that these kind of stores take with, you know, the low wage workers and, and all of that. And I think con- what's interesting is teens are, it's not just rhetoric and it's no. not just, you know, the trend is to, you know, to do vintage, like, Teens are really they making care. these conscious decisions and it matters. Consumers yep. are in charge. They're in the driver's seat and they are driving stores like Forever 21 to bankruptcy because Absolutely. they're saying, you know, you get what you pay for yep. and a $15 sweater is not what it's cracked up to be. Yeah. And, and they're much more environmentally conscious yeah. and they, you know. They are going to be living a so long time. I don't know what a store like Forever 21 does if they come out with it, if they try to do an E. You know, H&M has been much more proactive right. coming out with an right. earth-friendly line and yes. and spin-off brands and trying to kind of move itself away from that fast fashion yeah. word, which has just become a, a bad word. But I feel like Forever 21 has always been the epitome of that fast fashion movement. So, Well, and yeah, and many of the other companies that are somewhat less expensive are doing a better job including target um and fashion nova and some of those are also you know they're appealing to kind of mass markets of kids but if their garments have a longer lifespan you know they're going that way they still want a good deal it doesn't mean everybody has quit shopping there right but there is a definite difference in how kids are looking at these things well lots of forever 21 stores in the twin cities um so it will be interesting you have to think that that some of them will end up closing but for now it looks like riley rose might be on the chopping block first which has only been around for a couple years um and we'll keep you posted on that when we get back it's time for whose look is it anyway that's next on shop girls Mismatched heels, plaid pants, and the revival of the sweater set. That's right. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. And you guessed it. It's time for Whose Look Is It Anyway? I can't believe she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the Shop Girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose Look Is It Anyway? You want to start at the bottom? Should we start with, with uh, Sarah well, Jessica Parker's shoes? SJP. I mean, first of all, she looked so beautiful. 
She went to the 8th Annual New York City Ballet Fall Fashion Gala, as she is wont to do. Mm-hmm. She and had some serious, like, boob pushes. That was the happening. only thing. What was thing. going on It there? was a Zach Posen wow. gown in, in like a, I guess you could call it fuchsia or hot pink satin. And it was billowy beautiful. and beautiful. But First I of mean, all, I don't think of her as having that big of boobs. But she no. obviously had a bra on that pushed her up. I don't and I don't know if it was if she was going for the old fashioned look, you know. Well in, clearly that was that intentional. That was the only thing that bothered Because me. it looks like it was purposely pushed up to create more cleavage than she really has. Yeah. It was obviously the I could look. have done without that. But what I did love, she wore two shoes. They were from her own collection. Same shoe, different colors. One was fuchsia to go with the dress. The other was citron. And they both had um, that was the same shoe. They had crystal buckles on them, and you know, obviously a sandal, very high stiletto. I th- thought it looked fabulous. I thought it was just the coolest touch to do that. Now, on the other hand, I think her shoes run what three, four hundred dollars. So if you don't own the company. You have to buy two pairs of those. Right. They're not going to sell Although, unless, unless mean, you can find somebody who would like to go in with you. And you can buy the left and they can buy the right. Yeah. But did you like it? I, mean, I thought great advertisement for her shoe line. I'm so curious how um, like how her stores are doing. I can't answer that. Yeah. She I hasn't mean, called lately because to tell it me. is a high price point. But I mean, very pretty shoes. And yeah, that's very fun and very subtle. And yeah, I just thought props it was to a, SJP. A cool, She's I mean, a goddess. I would do something. You know, it's just like I've got mismatched socks. You know, there's a company that actually makes socks yes. that are mismatched. Yes. And they're, I think that's you fun. You would do it? You would wear mismatched shoes? If I could afford to buy the two pair that I needed. Mm-hmm. It's too bad we don't wear the same size because then we could do that. I mean, why? Yeah. I, yeah, um, I would do that. I mean, she could have just gone with the citron color. She I mean, could have. She could have done this both of them. This was just that little subtle touch. Super subtle. I loved yeah. it. No, I it just was cool. loved it. It was cool. Yep. Um, so thumbs up. Thumbs okay, up yes, for that. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So plaid pants. Yep. It's very funny that you sent this story over, Mom, because I had a moment this week where I was standing in my closet and I was looking. No, 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 no. I knew what I was looking for. Okay, I was looking for a particular pair of black and white plaid pants that I bought recently. Yeah. Oh, that you bought recently. Yes, and I will tell you. Here's a little tip. I know you guys always hang on my mother's favorite pants. Everybody wants whatever pants you're wearing. (laughs) Well, here's my tip. Okay. Anthropology makes what is called. The essential oh, I know trouser. Yeah. They call it essential for a reason. It's essential. And it is marketing that I have deeply bought into. And this pant fits. I, I love the fit. They're comfortable. Okay, They're cute. Wait, I second. like how they hit. Is Does it zip in front? It with, does, Mother. I hate that. Yes. I've gotten to the point. You're and on I a no zip policy. I still have plenty of them. <laughs> but, you know... If you're wearing anything that is snug, mm-hmm. you know, or, or, you know, not tucked in, but I mean, on the right. outside, never tuck then, in. You never see, would tuck in. then you see the zipper the and the button, uh-huh. and I don't like that. Yes. And that is why I really do okay. like Okay, well, some of us do zip I our pants, understand. and I am one of them. Okay. 
And I would just say that I wish they would come out with more colors and patterns because I seek out, I always look to see what they're doing the essential pant is because I know it's a great fit. So they're doing it in like a black and white plaid. I bought it. I was looking for those pants. As I was looking for them in my closet, I did have a moment where I was like, gosh, I have a lot of plaid pants. Oh, is that right? <laughs> I do. I, see, I, I wear them all and yeah. I like them all, but it was, it was a realization. I have a I have one pair and I think I have a pair of leggings and I am going to anthropology to get, they showed, I saw uh, on Facebook, they have a lot of sanctuary brand um, plaid leggings mm-hmm. that were, some are, are little plaids or, you know, subtle kind of looks, but I think they're really cute. And in um, Marie Claire, they were saying, you know, give your jeans, all your denim a rest and bring out the plaid pants. Yes, it turns out I'm right on trend. We plaid pants are indeed having a major moment. I don't it's one of those things that I don't think ever goes away. No, I don't kind of like animal print or other things like that. I actually had gotten a really cute pair of a sort of a red and green plaid and navy mm-hmm. at Vineyard Vines a couple years ago. Really? Yeah. And I've only worn them a couple of times. I've got to bring those out again. Mm. But, you know, with a, especially for fall with, a, you know, a chunky sweater. And, you know, I mean, I think it's it's a great. Yeah, look. there are just a ton of them available right now in and in like every silhouette in a wider right. leg, in a boot cut, yeah, in a legging. Sl- of course, yeah. the ones Marie Claire showed, which I really liked, all ranged from about. $500 to $900. So I don't think I'm going to be purchasing those. Well, but. you can find lots of others. Also yes. seeing a lot of like a plaid pant trouser with a racer stripe yeah. up the side. Yep. Ever Eve has those. That was another one at Anthropology. It's like a Glen plaid. Yeah. And then it's got the racer stripe. I'm, and they were an elastic waist. And I oh, think I need to go check on those got too. Got your name all over it, it Mom. It really does. does. We know we'll see so, you in those. you know, another thing you could wear with the plaid pants mm-hmm. is a sweater set. Mm, no because thanks. Did they, that? Been there? Well... Allie, you've got to realize that what goes around comes around. And Rihanna has updated it, and she looked really good. She was seen out, I believe, in New York uh, with a cream cashmere. It was from Michael Kors. It was a, she wore a, a bodysuit, so it was just, you know, rather than a, a, a sleeveless or short sleeve sweater under the cardigan, it, she wore this um, bodysuit mm-hmm. that matched the, in color. It was like a cream color. And then it was a cashmere wrap sweater. What they described it at at Vogue is an asymmetrical piece with mock sleeves that tied around the waist or shoulder. I did not see it that way at all. It <laughs> looked like a perfectly normal cardigan, but what she had done I don't is think she, it looks like a cardigan at all. Well, she tied it in a knot and then put it over to the side. Instead of tying it in a knot in front or around her neck. All these she, like fancy tying. Who were who had like the fancy tying of the cardigan last week that we talked about? Wearing it around her waist. Oh yeah. Inside Was out. That Gigi Hadid, I think. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's just but way too complicated just new, for me. Yeah. It's just too many I mean, choices the, of to ways me, to wear it. This is not a sweater set moment. This is Rihanna wearing a tank top that is the same color as her sweater. Which is well, tied around her. According to Vogue, you are not right. This is not like the old days of the J. Crew Vogue, and Taylor no. Swift. Vogue says I'm sorry. she made it feel fresh 
and worthy of music's best dressed. Wow. So if you well, try I, that, okay. maybe you'll be able to sing. Well, first of all, I mean, it's it's a shocking moment on Rihanna because you don't expect to see her in anything this subdued. Right. Right. But I think if she you or I wore yeah. it, people would just be like, whatever. Can't you tie the sweater? The exactly. Goes? Can't yeah. you get that on your other shoulder? <laughs> Why is it falling off? That's problem. what it would be. <laughs> All right. Well, think up your questions. Get ready to give us a call. We're going to talk shop with you next. 651-641-1071. Another hour of the Shop Girls right after this.